Howie G with the Golf Insiders with Bob Herrig from ESPN.com. We have made it, Bob. The FedEx Cup playoffs, the Tour Championship begins Friday. Note to all my listeners, Friday, not tomorrow because it's going to go Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Labor Day. The 30 best players heading to East Lake for the Tour Championship. You are there, Bob. Give us a sneak peek into what's happening, the press conferences today. What's the buzz? Yeah, well, I think, you know, part of the buzz is that everybody's sort of happy we made it to this point. There was a lot of doubt about that, remember. And, um, you know, this is 13 weeks in. And we were shut down for 13 weeks. So by my math, that's 26 weeks, which is six months ago. Does that sound right? Sure does. It's, about, it's pretty close. Six and months ago is when it shut down. And, and um, you know, here we are. They're finishing the season. Uh, they're playing for the same amount of money, $15 million to the winner. Yes, they did lose a lot of tournaments. Uh, and the very next, the very new season starts right away next week. And really, you know, even though this is the end of one season, golf isn't ending. I mean, we've got the U.S. Open in two weeks. We've got some very big tournaments in October that have been moved to the U.S. and obviously the Masters in November. So, you know, they've done a great job of making the best of a tough situation. And uh, you know, we're coming off that great playoff win. On Sunday for John Rahm and Dustin Johnson, they're going to be paired together for the first round here, and uh, that you know the new format that went into effect last year. I still think is a little controversial, but still, um, you know, gives us something to talk about, and I think makes it easier to follow once we get to the tournament. Yeah, break that down uh, again for my listeners. I know I I keep asking uh, people to explain it. Um, but obviously, you know, they start based on where their ranking is so much under par. Why do you think it was so uncomfortable? Justin Thomas talked about it. They, they implemented this last year. You know, why do you think that felt so uncomfortable to him? And I, I think maybe cost him the, you know, the tournament. Yeah, I think part of it is, is, we used to have the tour championship and you played the tournament like you normally would. And then you sort of saw where it all fell. And if nothing else, you could win the tournament, you know, and if you won the tournament and you were in the top five, you knew you were going to win the FedEx cup. Now, well now it's, you don't, it's not how it is. There's only one winner. And that was the whole point of this. They wanted to avoid two winners, which actually did not happen that often, but did happen in 2018. Remember, Tiger won the Tour Championship. Justin Rose won the FedEx. Right. And he was probably the least recognized FedEx Cup winner ever. That is the truth. You know, because Tiger won. And now, they didn't change it because of that. They had already decided to change it. But, you know, if you think about it from FedEx's standpoint, they're the ones giving out all that big money, and, you know, that thing barely, barely got mentioned. You know, by the same token, if we had this format, Tiger wins nothing. Now, maybe he would have played differently, 
you know, because he only ended up missing the FedEx Cup, I think, by by a shot to to Justin Rose. And you know, Tiger played it pretty safe down the down the end that year. But based on the way it ended up, he would not have won it. So basically, what they wanted to do is, you know, they reset the point. They used to reset the points going into the Tour Championship, and the number one guy had a certain number of points. And number two had a certain amount all the way down to 30. And it was staggered based on where they were. Well, now what they've done in place of that is they've just given you an arbitrary score. Dustin Johnson will be minus 10. Uh, John Rahm is minus 8. Uh, uh, Justin Thomas minus 7. Weston minus 6. Basically, those correlations are the same as it was in points before, except now we don't have to worry about the points. You know, you just you start off on Friday and and all you got to uh, do is look at the leaderboard. Right, exactly, and and so from that from that standpoint, I kind of get it. You know, I mean, if that's how they're if they're determined to do it this way, this is a better way to do it. I mean, you know, we talked about this before. It's come up many times. I, I would have preferred that you do something where if you only want one winner, you either set up a system where they all come here and all 30 of them play for the FedEx Cup no matter what or you have a 72 hole stroke play tournament and determine the FedEx champion or excuse me the tour champion and then take a certain number of players and play for the FedEx over one round you know um, I like that I mean I think I there's a part of me that says that's a lot of moolah I think there needs to you know maybe there's there's ways there's ways they could do that that could make it still really compelling. Like, you still have the Tour Championship, which would be a big deal. But let's say you gave, you had eight spots. Let's say you did eight or even six. Well, you know, what you could do is you could assure, you could assure all the major winners a, a spot in the, in, the, um, in the eight or six or whatever. I would say eight. Uh, or, or actually, it's probably better, is is to do some sort of a a um, points thing among the major championships championships and the players. So the, the 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 leading points guy out of the majors and the players gets one spot, and then maybe you know the um, uh, say the, the the winner of the Wyndham Rewards, you know the the guy who led the regular season gets another spot. And then maybe the top point earner in the first two playoff events gets the third spot. And then to finish, to take the last five spots, you just take the top five players in the Tour Championship who aren't those three guys. And all of that would make you be talking about the FedEx Cup more. Because when the majors are done, you'd be saying, hey, this guy has assured himself of a spot in the, in the uh, FedEx Cup 8 you know, or whatever you wanted to make it. And when you think about it, like Tiger didn't make it last year. He won the Masters. He didn't make it. You know, if, if Tiger had done well enough in the four majors, uh, you know, he could have, you know, maybe made it with, without doing that well otherwise. Now, of course, Brooks Kepka would have gotten it for that because he had such a great major run last year. I mean, there, there's other ways to do this, have a 72-hole tournament, and then play one day for fifteen, you know, fifteen million to the first guy. Then, then the other money flows down. And and I don't understand. I get the players just seem hung up on. Well, then I'm not getting rewarded for the whole year. 
Well, what? I mean, you can make an argument. You can make an argument that they're not anyway. Yeah. I mean, last week John Rahm was ninth. Right. Now he's second. Right. You know, so you know because he won last week. A lot of it is skewed by these last couple of events. Absolutely. So, but listen, you know, to me this is better than the you know how many points. What's the projection for the points? There's no way you, as a player or a fan. You know, you can follow that unless you're looking at a computer. Hey, the players so, couldn't even follow it. Exactly. You, most of the time, you didn't know where you stood. There were a couple of years where a guy won the tour championship, like Brant Snedeker, I think, one year. Jay Haas, excuse me, Bill Haas, Jay's son. Right. And they, and and, and you know, they, had they no were clue. Way back and they, right. No idea. Um. Well, I, I, I'm all for that. I think there should be. A fifth day, have it be some kind of a, you know, shootout of some sort. You know, maybe it's nine holes. Maybe you put the pressure on even more. I don't know. But, um, yeah. you know, I... You know, I, I mean, the other thing is, is, you know, these guys are richly rewarded as it is. I mean, those top ten guys in the, in the Wyndham Rewards, basically the end of the regular season, you know, the winner of that got $2 million. And you he know, didn't so even it, it, play in the tournament. Right, and it goes down to ten to five hundred thousand. I mean, there's a good chunk of money going to those guys. So you can say, hey, look, it's not like they're losing out because you know they led the they have they led the whole way and then they don't make it to the FedEx eight or whatever or, or six or however you wanted to do it. And man, that eighteen holes would be intense. Sure would. You know. So, have them all play. Um, have it be an eightsome and and all play together. That would be something. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Oh well, we can keep dreaming, and um, who knows? Uh, maybe Jay will hear our voices, Bob. But uh, yeah. uh, you know, he's uh, got a pretty good pulse on things, and uh, you know, certainly has been doing a remarkable job through all this. Let's turn to the golf course. Bobby Jones East Lake Golf Club, full of so much history. It's been the host for the FedEx Cup finale since it was introduced in 2007. Um, I believe it was originally Donald Ross with a little bit of Reese Jones. Uh, you know, a lot of these courses get tweaked along the way, but, uh, you know, we've gotten to know this course. One thing I really, I have to say, without the fans, we get to see a lot more of the golf course, which I think has been really fun, you know, to really get the layout and the flow. And, you know, you get to see some of these, you know, lies in the deep rough, which we know would have been trampled down or, you know, hard to, you know, really hard to see with, you know, fans lining the fairways. But uh, who's, you know, who, who has the game for this course overall? Yeah, you know, you're right about the no, no spectators. It makes a place like this look really good because this course was designed, you know, in the early 1900s. I think Donald Ross actually did it around 1913, uh, you know, where he did he did some of the some of what some we of his see best. now. And, you know, the, it's, it's an old-style course where the greens are right near the tee. And so when you look out there without without those grandstands, it just looks so much different. It looks it looks so pure that way. And um, 
you know, I mean, I just don't think that it hurts a guy like Dustin Johnson. Now, he played really poorly in this tournament last year. Uh, but I think that was kind of the start of some of his knee issues that he had. Yeah, finished that, 29th, you know, he, didn't he? Right. Yeah. He didn't get, you know, he really didn't get right until, uh, you know, he came back at the President's Cup. It was a while. So, uh, but, you know, he was in contention or had a decent a tournament two years ago when Tiger won. And, you know, the way he's been playing, I, don't, I can't imagine a course that doesn't suit him. You know, Justin Thomas won the FedEx a few years ago. If Rory's able to play, you know his wife is due. Um, you know he's he's won the tour he's won the tour championship twice. Um, you know it, I think it sets up for those guys that that we see up there all the time. You know uh, certainly the long ball hitters are going to fare better here. The rough is not easy. It's not terribly deep, but the ball the ball kind of goes down in it, um, and it's going to be hot. You know, we're going to be in the mid-90s most of the week. So, you know, it's it's sort of like, you know, uh, some wear, there's some wear and tear involved here. So, um, you know, I, I, and, and, you know, but yet Billy Horschel won here a few years ago. He's a guy who squeaked in last, in the last position. Um, you know, Colin Morikawa uh, didn't have a great playoff until the last nine holes at uh, the BMW. You know, and, and he's got to be excited about this. This is his first time. You know, we've got a few guys in there who, who, who you wouldn't think about too much. You know, we're missing some big guys because, because I think they just didn't have enough time to catch up. True. You know, like, you know, Kepka, obviously, Tiger. Uh, there's no Tommy Fleetwood. There's no Ricky Fowler. There's no just, uh, Jordan Speed. You know, so um, there's, some, there's maybe some names that uh, people aren't used to. But it's an unbelievable opportunity for him. And we've got number one, number two, and number three in the world sitting at number one, two, and three in the FedEx Cup standing. So I, I think that's a historic uh, note. Um, Correct. What, that's never happened. Yep. What about do any of these guys, if I look uh, beyond uh, five positions, of course, Rory is now, after not having his best Sunday, um, he's now in 12th position. You've got uh, Bryson DeChambeau, Harris English, who, man, he has just gotten on fire and moved up I don't know how many places to now be number seven. Um, Daniel Berger, who's, you know, just been one of the hottest guys, you know, recently. But, you know, does a guy sitting outside number 10 have a shot? What, uh, how does this break down? It's pretty hard, I think, um, you know, because now listen, even the last place guy, I mean, can you make up 10 shots on the leader? Sure. Over four days, you know, I mean, that, that can happen. You know, it's happened over 36 holes, but the problem is, is you got, you know, 29 guys in front of you. Right. And, and this is, this is probably one of the issues I have with the format. Let's say you're way down there. You're like Billy Horschel. You might think, well, what do I have to lose, right? But the thing is, is he's really got no tournament title to play for. You know, so you can, I guess you could look at this in more than one way. If he's got no tournament title to go for, he, the worst he's going to do is finish right where he is. So why not just go all out and try for it? you know, and try to shoot five under every day and see if you can catch up, you know, because 
there's no tournament title to protect. Right. You know, in other words, there's no like, well, if I shoot 10 under for the week, I might not win the FedEx Cup, but I might win the Tour Championship. There is none of that. So if you're in 30th place, you might as well just go for it. Um, you know, but, but on the other hand, in, in past years, everybody in the top 30 could have at least won the Tour Championship. And, the, you know, winning the Tour Championship is a big deal, even if you don't win the FedEx Cup. They've taken that away now. And, you know, I think it's still to be determined whether that's a good thing or not. Um, you know, it's interesting to me that the World Golf Ranking doesn't give the, doesn't give the top ranking points to the FedEx Cup champion. They give it to the lowest player to shoot, you know, the lowest 72-hole score. So now last year that happened to be Rory for both. Mm. But I think there's going to be many times where it won't be, you know. Um, you know, if Ron, let's say Jake, let's say uh, Dustin Johnson just has an off week, and let's say John Rahm, you know, shoots uh, if he shoots eight under for the week, but but Billy Horschel shoots ten under for the week. Well, Billy Horschel isn't going to catch him for the FedEx Cup, right? Uh, but but and but so Rom's going to be the overall winner, even though he didn't shoot the most seventy-two old score. That that rankles some people, you know, and uh, that's it's it's bound to happen. It's inevitable. Uh, I I agree. I I really uh, I push for somehow both of these events, uh, particularly a standalone tour champion, um, to come back and be recognized. Uh, because I think you've articulated several of the the things we bump up against and um, that I think in a way, okay, yeah, they're playing for, you know, all this money, but it could be, you know, much more compelling and something that we still could, you know, embrace and follow and not need whiteboards and tablets and calculators to figure it out. Exactly. Yeah, it's, you know, it's it's look, it's fine as it is, I guess. I mean, I I think it's great that they have these these tournaments at the end. You know, if this were a normal year, you know, after this week, there'd be a little bit of a breather for the top guys. You know, I know the new season's starting, but there would be a little bit of a breather. Um, we'd be looking ahead to, um, uh, you know, some of the fall stuff, but. But really, the, 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 there wouldn't be the majors to look forward to. Uh, and, but this, so this, this, the FedEx has given us, you know, an ending point to the season and, and it given us an overall season champion. And I think that's good. I mean, you know, I remember the days when the Tour Championship ended in November and nobody cared. Right. You know, there was just no buzz. I mean, nobody, nobody really, you know, nobody really cared about being in the top 30. And, uh, you know, it just wasn't that big of a deal. You know, you had, you had 10 weeks of tournaments after the PGA Championship, and, and there just wasn't a whole lot of buzz. Now, you know, the, the buzz is this, and then we start a new season. Now they've got that Asian swing that's been moved to the U.S. this year, but there's some really good tournaments. This would have been a Ryder Cup year, so we would have had that. I mean, if everything were, were as it were, you know, there's this, this system that they've set up is, is obviously pretty good. Yeah, and we're going to uh, start off what they're calling the Super Season 2020, 2020, 2021, 
which is going to have 50 events, six majors in the calendar year, or in the season year, I should say, uh, the Olympics, the Ryder Cup. Oh, my God. You know, uh, we are really seeing a, a big boom and a lot of interest in, in golf, our sport. And that's just, you know, super exciting and good for all of us. So, Bob, now's the moment. Take out your magic eight ball and um who's gonna be the man on monday i am going with jt justin thomas you are the jt man i think he's gonna come back from three down over the next uh over the four days to get it done and uh um i think he's uh you know certainly well equipped to be able to pull that off well he so much he, you know, did miss that opportunity when Xander, uh, Xander took the Tour Championship from him in 2017. So I, I think there's a little something there for uh, JT to prove himself. No question. And get that mulligan. Yep, no doubt about it. Uh, he, uh, he, he, he uh, you know, it's funny about that. He won the FedEx but didn't win the Tour Championship and was annoyed by it. Right. You know, was really mad he didn't win the tournament, which is why, you know, that's the mindset of these guys. Yeah. Is to win the tournament, you know. And so uh, uh, in that regard, you know, they'll, they'll just be so focused on those numbers on the scoreboard. I think that's going to alleviate a little bit. But still, it does show how their minds work. Fantastic. Love these playoffs. We've gotten to see some just unbelievable golf on some great golf courses and it's going to be an exciting holiday weekend of golf bob herrig as always thank you have a great week and weekend in east lake in uh, lovely uh Atlanta. hope it's uh, not too too humid and we get some great weather sounds good thanks a lot